Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. Beautiful, easy street, and uh, feeling very relaxed now. <laughs> that was what the, those three, uh, the three tracks I've just played, are all by Elaine Del Mar, uh, one of our wonderful guests today. And uh, that was recorded in 1968, and it was your first album, La Belle Elaine, yes. on uh, EMI, Columbia. Yeah. Lansdowne series, which Lansdowne. is their jazz series. Dennis Preston was was my hero. He uh, just so beautifully recorded, yeah. Yeah. incredible. Where did you where, where did you record them? Lansdowne Abbey? Studios. Uh, Lansdowne in Holland Stu- Park. Oh, in Holland Park yeah. was it? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, incredible. Long, long time ago. <laughs> yeah. He couldn't have made a bean out of that album. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, it's a rare album. You know, they're sort now, after. But, yeah, but he's gone. You know, and I'm nearly gone. <laughs> <laughs> You're still here. It's one. So how? So um. So how did you start with uh, uh, your, your career? I um. How did I start? How did you start? <laughs> with? Where did it begin? <laughs> um. I began. Well, my dad was a musician. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So there was always music around, and yeah. uh, um, guys rehearsing in the house and whatever you see. And then I took my piano lessons for about eleven years. You know, oh. I was going to be a classical. Really? So I was doing all my music festivals and my um, my examinations, yeah, and got distinction on my grade seven, I think it was, you see. Wow. And then I met Brahms. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was very talented, but rather lazy. <laughs> and I always believe that people who have got application, they're the ones that really get there. Yeah, yeah. of course. Anyway, yeah. so uh, and my dad at uh, that time had a, he was with Giraldo's band. Oh, really? Um, so he'd been with Gerardo for 13 years or something like that. Was he a pianist? No, he was a trumpet player. Oh, he was a trumpet player. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. uh, had the same name as... His Les- name was Leslie Hutchinson, which is uh, the same name as Hutch. We were just talking, we were about, talking about, about Hutch. Well, so Hutch and my dad were... <laughs> <laughs> Hutch wanted my father to change his name because, of course, you know, and my dad. <laughs> so they called my dad Jiver, Leslie Jiver Hutchinson. Oh, and uh, as I say, he was a trumpet player, and I, he wanted to do an act. He was doing an act in the working men's club, so he did it with me. <laughs> no, prior to that, prior to that, he had a dance band that would do dances and things at the weekend, and he needed a cheap singer. Yeah. As I say. <laughs> 
So I got my little dress, <laughs> my evening dress from Beaumont, you know, the shop, and uh, would sit on the stage with my book of lyrics, mm-hmm. and, uh, and he'd, we need a waltz, <laughs> or let's have a foxtrot now. <laughs> <laughs> and how old, you must have been so young. I was uh, 16, yeah. 16, 15 and a half, 16, yes. And where did you play all of the kind of dance he halls? He was in and Nelson, Cole, up north, you know, different, mm. play, different dances at weekends. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not as easy as you think, but anyway, it was a good start. Yeah. yeah. And then, unfortunately, my dad died. Oh. We, we used to do American bases as well. Oh, okay. And we had a, a, a terrible accident, and he he was killed. Oh no! Um, uh, but so anyway, I, I, he'd launched me. Yes. So to speak. Yeah. So from then, I used to do uh, working men's clubs. I did twelve years. Really? In, wow. in the working men's club, you don't know what the working men's clubs are like. <laughs> 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 Sounds fun. <laughs> well, 16 shows a week. It was hard work. 16, 16. shows a oh week. Oh, my God, that's yeah. more than one a day. Well, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then I think two on Friday, three on three Friday. Mm. So you go from club to club. It wasn't in the same house. Mm. You do 45 minutes, then climb into the van, and they drive you across town to the next club. And you go in there, you know. Um, hmm. And this is the length and breadth, is it, of the this country? Is, well, this was, I would be based in Manchester, say, for instance. Okay. The Cabaret Club, the Garden of Eden, you do three. There, otherwise, you're in Newcastle or Birmingham. Um, it was, when I look at it now, it was a, an amazing training. Mm. training. It hardens you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very lonely. Right. And you learn to rehearse and comb and drums, you know. <laughs> Who were you on the road with? I was travelling alone. You travel alone, you get to the station, nobody to carry your luggage. You go to your uh-huh. bed sit, you see, and then you go and rehearse with the band, uh, go and do the gig and come back. You know, it was didn't travel with the band or anything. So the working class, sorry, the working, working men's, men's club, club band? They had a band. Wow. And so you'd arrive with your chart. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, good, good. And if the chart didn't have a picture on the front, you were in trouble because they didn't like manuscript music. Uh, <laughs> it was hard for them to read, you see. Really? Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So 12 years. Wow, that's a long Incredible. time. Incredible. Yeah. And you'd be away for a week. And then you try to get the milk train last <laughs> after the last show, get the 11.30 train, which would leave, and it would stop everywhere, yeah. all the way back down to uh, Houston or St Pancras or wherever, yeah. you know, just desperate to get home. Oh, God. Uh, but as I say, great, great training. Of course, and, uh, you know, and... Uh, it's just learning that stage technique, isn't it? Sta- and, and trying to find and please audiences. Yes. Um, find out that silence is on your side. You know, you go on generally, and it's from this moment, anything, noise, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> until you realise that if you actually come on and just stand, everybody hushes. Mm. They suddenly, you know, mind you, there was so much smoke in those days. Oh God! You oh God! Yes. You couldn't see an audience, you know. <laughs> And you came out stinking of... It's, mm. But never mind, never mind. I, I always say, well, 
<laughs> shouldn't say it really, but if somebody drops dead, I can still step over them and see. Because <laughs> 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 it hardens you. You really... Yeah, of yeah. course. Those audiences are notoriously they, tough, oh, weren't they? Oh, they were very, very tough. You know, the pies would come in there and say, <laughs> pies have come and the whole audience would disappear to the other <laughs> side. <laughs> Oh, wow. Give the poor cow a chance. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, uh, so then you got um, so so there was a Fontana scene. Was it Fontana? Phillips Fontana. What, Phillips Phillips. I can't remember the labels. It was the CBS, blue one. Was yeah, that was the um, I love you, Porgy, yes. which was your first yes, single. Yes, yes. And um, so, how could, did that come about? So, were you spotted? Or no, you, I can't remember. <laughs> you can't remember at <laughs> no, all. No, I can't. No, having no. Can't really remember. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but that that was your first single, was it? And uh, okay, I mean, for, I used to do little EPs. You know, they did with yes. the Dill Jones and yes. um, Victor Feldman. Victor Feldman, but they yeah, were sort of they tried to make me more commercial. Yes, you know. Um, and as I say, Dennis was mainly responsible for that. But there was and how did you feel about that? Sorry, oh, how sorry. did you feel about that? Well, I wasn't. I don't, didn't mind, because I, I wasn't really, I didn't feel as though I was a jazz singer. I was an entertainer. Right. You know, um, so I don't, don't know if Dennis made that and maybe sold it to that company. He might have done that. He might have actually produced it and so sold the, it. On oh, okay. So the commercialising yes, yes. Um, of Elaine yeah, was yeah. the next step from the clubs? Uh, it was along the road from the clubs. Okay. Because the clubs, you did... Maybe one of them, I used to do maybe a couple of Beatles songs or something, but most of my stuff was was really out of the region. It was sophisticated. <laughs> Didn't mean a thing to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I know the feeling. Uh, well, it's all right, but, you, you know, and you, you learn how to program, mm -hmm. how to give them what they want, and then you slip in a little one that for you. Yeah, you know, yes. You, know, you address it, yes, you see. <laughs> Well, I, I first became aware <coughs> of Elaine through this album, which was the second album that she released called Sneaking Up On You. And it came out It came out shortly after that one. I think it was 68. Um, yeah, 68. So you did two albums in 68. Oh. <laughs> and um, uh, this one's on CBS. And yeah. um, But the reason it kind of brought... Every, every, it became... Um, that the, the sparked an interest in my gang and which kind of spread around was the song the title song sneaking up on you which became popular in in clubs and we used to dj really? a lot yes and we still do yes. i don't know where i was I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it's a very sought after single and it's a sought after album oh. and um so i'm going to play the track that which 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 i which i discovered over 30 years ago <laughs> uh, actually a friend of mine discovered and turned me on to it yeah. but i started playing it out over 30 years ago and this is sneaking up on you to that made me want to ask you about ululation my <laughs> ululation Ulu what's that <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about vibrato but oh, I, I wondered see. to what um, degree your vibrato there was deliberate or no, whether it, it was, just I didn't know anything relaxed else. singing <laughs> no I didn't know any better <laughs> 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 
<laughs> no, I was not in control of my voice. It's only, it actually, you know, it's only when you go through and you lose your voice, you have trouble here, and you all my keys have changed. Uh-huh. I sing in a different place. Mm. Sometimes I miss certain sounds that I used to make, but in order to keep your voice, I've, I've put it up here now, um, having had nodules and the usual things. Oh, gosh. So, you know, oh, yes. And, uh, and, yeah. One of the lucky ones, thank goodness. Yeah, found out what I was doing wrong. It's, a, it's just a muscle that has to be looked after. Mm-hmm. If you're a dancer, you would never dream of going and dancing without warming up. Mm. And I used to do 45 minutes. You yeah. go to sleep. or you And then the smoky room. And then, and then you go <laughs> and do another 45. You don't realise that your voice goes to sleep. Right. It you have to, to wake it up. The ma- yeah. yeah. And uh, so it's only in my latter years that I realised what was going on. And so I've changed change my technique so it gives you a different voice and you're in, you're breathing from a different place and, and, and that version um do you remember how that version came to you that was bob cornford okay who was a wonderful jazz pianist and a wonderful arranger and we worked it so we remembered well we tried to make it our version of the song you certainly did that and it was I think it came out before the famous Mary Hopkins one. Mary Hopkins version is 1969. And this album is 1968. And it was a, it's an old Russian Russian song, song yes, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes, yeah. Um, so I think be interesting to find out who, if anyone recorded it before you but I think that might be one of the earliest oh, kind of popular yes, recordings yeah. well we certainly know it's the earlier version <laughs> it's definitely the earlier version <laughs> um, so all three tracks I played were from the Sneaking Up On You album which was the first um, album that I CBS? bought CBS CBS yes. yeah it's the first album I bought by Elaine and um, I said it was very sought after and Elaine looks incredible <laughs> on the cover and she looks incredible in the studio she doesn't change a bit she's amazing yes ah. and we asked Elaine about the palms <laughs> and she said it's the 1960s I forgive them <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's a set of palms in the, and that dress uh, that dress had a, a sort of um, necklace attached to it you know it was oh, yes. and I was at a song festival the Konoka song festival mm. in Belgium and uh, we did a television show. And when we got back to the hotel, the police were working, waiting for me. And they said, we'd like to see that dress. And I showed it to them because somebody had, somebody had <laughs> announced that there'd been a theft <gasps> at their home and that their, their jewels had been stolen. It looked just like that. And they'd just seen it like on the television. Yes, they thought, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I found some great clips of you on YouTube actually because when I was looking for uh, to promote the last the event that we did yes, at yeah. uh, Temple of Art and Music the Bacuse one um, I found a, a great clip of you singing Rhythm of Life yeah. and um, uh, um, and one this morning I put up which was you singing Killing Me Softly from the yeah. Two Ronnie show I think yes, that was yes, yeah. and there was quite you made quite a lot of TV appearances those were the those, days yes <laughs> <laughs> and um, and uh, because there was still that in, in television, there was still that sense of variety. A variety, yes. And you'd have a yeah. comedy show, and then they'd stop and have it, music. Yes. But at, but also they would pick a lot of people from the jazz world 
as well yes, as you know, more so than the pop world. So yeah. There's a lot of uh, interesting artists appearing yeah, on Parkinson yeah. and all yes, of those. Sure, you know. yes, yeah. So yeah. the jazz scene was quite vibrant. Yeah, that and Pebble Mill at one. Yes. One was on there sort of sometimes twice a month, you know. Oh, really? and, uh, yes. Wow. Yeah. So you um so you must have been a part around the whole. You said when you arrived that you used to record around here and spend I, time yes, in Soho. Yes, well, I mean, I lived around. I lived in Baker Street. Oh, did you? Twenty five oh, years. Wow. Exactly. So this was my stamping ground. Cool. You know? So when you said Broadwick Street, I'm thinking, <laughs> but I. <laughs> so yeah. did um so what um, so the, I mean you've seen it Soho change, but there must have been a lot of Jack Isos was the club down there, you know, by Raymond's Review Bar. Oh yes, yes, all these clubs one used to work, and they were all jazz clubs and oh, cabaret, cabaret, cabaret clubs. clubs, you know, and like the the Astor, yeah, the oh, Astor right. in Berkeley Square, and, um, the Blue Blue Lamp, I think the Blue something. There were you you could just work and work and work around London, Incredible. the Embassy Club, Churchills, all live. Everything All live. live. Yeah. Wow, live. must have been an exciting oh, isn't time. This, this sounds so boring. We're saying we used to do this and we used to do that, but you can get so much experience. These albums that we're listening to, um, how long did they take to record them? I can hardly remember. <laughs> I mean, we would do maybe two in a session. Yeah. Two albums in a two tracks. No, two tracks okay. in a session, yeah. or maybe some, you know, yeah, yeah. And you were recording with live orchestras? Yes. Yeah. That must have been quite nerve-wracking. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was lucky. I had done a lot with the BBC. <laughs> it's yeah. awful when speaking about the past. When, uh, well, I think it's interesting. In the past, we, we would go into the BBC, um, they'd have a broadcast, and you'd go in maybe do four or five songs. Yeah. And uh, with a, a big orchestra... The C1, the Q2, it would be a concert orchestra or, um, anyway, or sometimes with a rhythm section. Uh, and you go in and you do all of these songs. You didn't get paid a fortune, mm. but uh, you had experience. Different conductors. It was You learned your craft that way. So cool. at the moment, I mean, I've got hundreds, hundreds of arrangements at home. I've got a trunk full of big oh, band jobs, wow. you know. And I'll talk more about that a bit later because I'm going to put them to use. Oh, fantastic. Because people come and they say, well, why have you got all this music? I said, well, in the old days, you understand? (laughs) (laughs) That they would write them for you. Of course. Uh, They would, uh, Alan Ganley or different people, they would pay Alan to write a chart for me. Or else they'd get somebody from the music publishers to write them, you see. And would he um, have a session with you before he started no, writing? No, well, I would sit with him and we'd routine it and mm-hmm. let's change key here and that's, this is the, the vibe we'd like and he would do that. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So yeah. we're going to dig further into uh, Elaine's... Actually, a lot of the... So, so I've been collecting... Whenever I find an Elaine Delmar record, I always buy it. So I'm always finding <laughs> bits and pieces. And I've got some good, great singles. Uh, one of them I played that, uh, that, that Elaine had heard since... Uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> no! Recorded in 1963. Or the other one, which I played, which was on Decca, called Back of the Moon from King mm, Kong. Yeah. Uh, directed, actually, arranged and directed by Eric Rogers, who was famous for doing all the... Uh, composing and conducting all the music for ca- all the Carry On films. Oh, wow, OK. Mm. Really? Uh, Eric Rogers... Yes, uh, so, but uh, Elaine has bought some CDs and she's bought some records, which is great. So I always <laughs> love seeing people's records. And this is uh, a song from the, a uh, title song from an album 
1976 called I've Got the World on a String. Ah. Merry month of May, sunny skies of blue. Clouds have rolled away and the sun peeps through. 